Okay, so we have been discussing the mental success of our lives. It's an important area mm -hmm. of being a thriving man. But today we are discussing what we call feedback loops. Yep. A feedback loop, just like with a microphone and a speaker. Mm -hmm. When you get something trapped in a cycle and it gets more and more extreme, it can cause a lot of damage. There are a few different feedback loops that we cover in our course. However, today we are picking one of the few and it is narcissism. Yep. It's something that results in hidden assumptions. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that can hinder us and the lives of the people around us. We're yeah, going to talk about that. It's pretty rampant in our society. So a lot of times people aren't sure when you say narcissistic or something like that, mm -hmm. but it really is all over our society and the Western society kind of encourages it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to discuss what that is, uh, how it can affect us and how to deal with it today on the show. This is the Thriving Man Podcast with David and Reese Maxwell. These weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth. No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast, where our goal is to help you live a life that you can be proud of. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And today we are talking about narcissism. Now, Dad, could you go ahead and define for us what narcissism means? Yeah, narcissism is when you have an excessive preoccupation with yourself or a, a huge admiration of yourself. Yeah. So we have people today who all they think about themselves or, you know, they, they kind of live their life looking in their own mirror. You know, yeah. that it's it's all about me. It's everything is, is focused on me. Mm -hmm. I'm the center of the universe. And it's funny how a lot of times we're quick to see that in other people, mm -hmm. but we don't realize how much of it is in us. Yeah. What's funny about narcissism is there's really two main categories of it. Mm -hmm. There is the self-admiration. Yeah. And then there is the self-loathing side. Both yeah. result in an obsession with yourself. Yeah, and it is. we talk about both in the course, but today mm -hmm. for the sake of time, we're going to focus on the the more classical version that people think of, yeah. which is self-admiration. Yeah. Dad, why do you think so many guys struggle with narcissism? Well, I think for men, men are doers. Men like to get things done. They're, they're competitive. And that's just the natural way men are made up. So a lot of times what that does is that competitive drive that I want to get things done is they kind of get that thing of, well, no one can do it like me. Mm. And so that drives them to think I'm better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. And there may be areas where they are. Every man is gifted. You, yeah. you, some people are better singers than others. Some mm -hmm. people are better writers than others. Mm -hmm. Every, everybody has a gift. The danger is when you start thinking your gift is the gift yeah, or the you one. are the gift to mankind, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> I am the greatest, that no one's better than me. And, and that's, that's a dangerous place to be right. uh, because what happens is you start putting yourself above other people. And you start thinking, okay, I am the center of the universe. So, and, and the truth is men struggle with it, I think, more so than most. But in our society, especially today, everyone struggles with narcissism yeah. because we have a tendency just to be selfish, self-absorbed. Yeah. yeah. And I like that you said everybody struggles with it. It's it's a human thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just a man thing. Yeah. But it's been fed 
a good bit in our culture yeah. because like I think of, of Disney movies, mm-hmm. the overall plot of most Disney movies that we grew up watching yeah. is follow your heart. It is. That's the, that's the top thing is follow your heart. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't necessarily always used to be that way with Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Cause like, for example, Cinderella was just nice and yeah. a good servant. Yeah. But ever since like maybe 1980, 1990, the, the yeah. main idea mm-hmm. has been follow your heart and everything's going to work out. Well, you look at like one of the classic uh, animations, uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. You know, Little Mermaid, you know, she follows her heart, makes a bunch of bad decisions. Terrible decisions. And, and like almost destroys everything. Yep. It comes out good in the end. Because of, you know, Eric and what mm-hmm. he does and all that. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But she didn't really do anything except mess everything up. Literally. But in the end, she got everything she wanted. Yeah. And so it almost is like it rewards, you know, hey, be selfish and you'll get what you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas my favorite, Beauty and the Beast, Belle actually does the opposite. She sacrifices herself. She gives of herself to others. So it's kind of funny you mm-hmm. see the contrast in both those. They're yeah. very popular, mm-hmm. but um, it's kind of interesting where that Disney model of, hey, just follow your heart, everything will work out. And the truth is it just doesn't all the time. No. In fact, if you go read the original story of The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. it works out terribly. Yeah. She like loses her voice. Oh, really? And, yeah. And everything gets ruined. It, yeah. The whole point of the story yeah. is if you follow your heart, it's going to screw you up. Yeah. <laughs> but Disney took it and was like, Disney you know what? We're like, just going to take out that part. Yeah. And we're going to say it's fine. That's the fable of it. That's the good thing to teach kids. But we're not going to do that. We're going to do the opposite. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, maybe if you're like, ah, Disney princesses, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. Well, there's also the man version. Yeah. There's the the rebel without a cause. Yeah. There's the yeah. guy who's just like, forget everybody. I'm just going to do what I want, but I'm really good at fighting. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to just beat anyone. Yeah. That tells me differently than how I think. Yeah. And that's, I think, for a lot of men, they kind of have that, I'm going to be a lone wolf. I'm going to do right. my thing. Um, and the danger of that is we see a movie character who does that. Maybe their life is miserable because they've made bad choices. And maybe they make that one good choice at the end. Mm-hmm. We love that redemptive arc. But the truth is they still screwed up a lot of their life because they were so selfish and self-focused. Yeah. And... The funny thing about narcissism is you would think that if you're very narcissistic, life would be easier for you. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not mm-hmm. saying it's right, but like you would think like, well, if I don't have to care about anybody else, yeah. I don't have yeah. to worry as much. That's true. It, if what I'm doing hurts the people around me and I'm narcissistic, I, you know, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. However, it results in a lot of damage, not yeah. just to the people around you, mm-hmm. but to your life itself. We define narcissism more in depth in the course, yeah. but yeah. today what we're discussing are some of the destructive under-the-surface assumptions that yeah. result from a narcissistic view. Because despite what you may think on the surface, narcissism does not make your life easier. It, yeah. it, it makes it more difficult. Well, and I've even heard people say, well, hey, I'm not hurting anybody but myself. Right. So people even admit that. And they think, well, that makes it okay. If I'm choosing to hurt myself, it's okay. Mm. Well, you're still hurting yourself. And and the truth is we don't live in a vacuum. Mm. If you are hurting yourself, you're hurting other people. Yeah. Because you have family, you have friends, you're going to hurt other people with your life. And that's why we call it the dirty lies of narcissism. Because some people think, well, if I'm selfish, it's all about me. I'm okay with that. I'm only going to hurt myself if mm-hmm. I mess up. Well, that's a lie. 
It's going to hurt a lot of people. And it's just a wrong way of thinking that I think has infected our society. Yeah, it's true. So let's go ahead and jump in. We, we came up with three today. Yeah. I guess like the sermon part of us is like, you got to have three points. You have to every time. But uh, the first lie is that life is about making me happy. Mm -hmm. We also call it the Disney disease. (laughs) We referred to it a little bit earlier. Well, we all like the happy ending. Yeah. And we want our life to be that, but it's just not all the time. Well, there is a problem whenever we think the goal of life is our happiness. Yeah, yeah. If you think the goal of life is happiness, which a lot of us define as a feeling, Mm -hmm. that means that you use how you feel that day as an indicator of whether you're living right or not. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a pretty terrible indicator because what that that assumes is if I'm happy today, Mm -hmm. I'm doing life right. Yeah. If I'm sad today or mad or irritated, then there's something wrong. Now, sometimes there is something wrong. Yeah. But there are some days that aren't like that. Like you, like when your happiness becomes the center of it all, you reduce what life is about. Yeah. You know, when you're the center of the universe, it's a very small universe. Yeah. You don't take anybody else into perspective. And, and what happens is your emotions, your feelings kind of rule your life. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of ups and downs. That's true. Based upon that, because you don't have any long-term perspective. You're not looking ahead. You're thinking, well, hey, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of guys do is they think, well, work is going good, so life is good. Mm-hmm. Well, their home may be falling apart, mm-hmm. but they, they only focus on this because they're making money and I'm getting accolades, and that means it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. You're ignoring that other part of you. Um, and so what we want to do is help men see that it's not just about making you happy because when you do that, you're going so inward that when things don't go your way, it just kind of messes you up. And a mm-hmm. lot of guys don't know what to do with that. Yeah, and, and it makes it to where – well, like you said, it affects the people around you. Yeah, it does. It like, does. Like I think of like World War II, a lot of guys – volunteered mm-hmm. to join the military. Yeah, they did. Now, was that the top decision for their happiness? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. In fact, for a lot of people, it resulted in literal death mm-hmm. or it resulted in scars emotionally. It resulted yeah. in a lot of negative for them as an individual. Yeah. However, they saw beyond their yeah. feelings. Now, if your feelings are the litmus test for whether what you're doing is right or not, yeah, you're going to have a very weird perspective. Yeah, and I think for a lot of men, they lose the ability to have compassion That's true. or empathy. You know, when you're focused on you and not thinking of others, well, you're not going to be empathetic to others. You're not going to be compassionate to others. You're going to be very cold. Mm-hmm. You're going to be very, hey, I hate it for you, but it's all about me. Mm-hmm. But when you think of the World War II generation, a lot of those guys said, you know what? It's not about me. There's people on the other side of the world who are in bondage and they need someone to come help them find mm-hmm. freedom. So I'm willing to go. I'm willing to protect my country and give my life for it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an attitude a lot of people just don't have today because they think, well, who you know, what's my country done for me? Mm-hmm. And they I'm not going to do anything like that. Well, they've lost the ability to have compassion, to have empathy. That's why we see relationships not last. Yeah. We see guys going, "Hey, I'm going to leave my wife and family because I need some me time. Mm-hmm. It's all about me." And, and that's just a rough way to live because you find your most fulfillment when you're actually helping others. Yeah, and, and then the question becomes, 
what happens if you hit a spurt of time where you're just not enjoying anything anymore? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's just say you're going through a funk mm -hmm. and you can't, you, like the same things that used to give you that high aren't there. Does yeah. that mean your life's not worth living? Yeah. For some people, unfortunately, the answer is yes. It is. But it it's is. not. That's not the truth. Like yeah. there is a deeper, there's deeper things going on yeah. than me being happy. Yeah. And that's it's not true. to say you should never be happy. Yeah. But it is to say there's way more to the picture. Well, and happiness comes as a byproduct yeah. of your life. Yep. And if you're living with purpose, compassion, you're, you're fulfilling what you're designed to do, happiness will come from that. Mm -hmm. And then that way, the happiness is something you enjoy, but it's not something you live for. Mm -hmm. And that's the danger for a lot of guys. Yeah, if it's something you live for, you can have some very warped perspectives. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's feedback loop number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I guess... The dirty the, lie. Yeah, the dirty yeah, lie number the dirty one. dirty lie. Dirty lie number two, it's not my fault. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, our society's really gotten into this today. Yeah, where nothing is our fault, I'm and the victim, what happens man. is, yeah, the narcissist doesn't really want to be inconvenienced with things like, well, responsibility, or you know, accountability. You know, uh, like we've said, you know, people. Well, it's not my fault that I spilled the coffee on me, so I'm going to sue McDonald's. Yeah, and and so. What happens is we don't take responsibility for ourselves. We think it's everyone else's job to mm -hmm. take responsibility for us. But here's the truth. Responsibility and accountability, they're really the hallmarks of relationships. Mm. Like if I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, you know, I'm going to be responsible to them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be accountable to them. You know, we see that, you know, when I have a job, yeah, I've got to my boss expects me to show up. Expectations. To do my job. Mm -hmm. there, there there comes a time where they do performance reviews. There's accountability. Hey, you didn't show up on time. That's accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're married, you know, your wife expects you to be responsible. Yeah. She expects you to be accountable. You're not out sleeping around with other women. You're not mm -hmm. chasing other women. You're doing these things to provide, to be in a relationship, to spend time together. You know, when, when you have children, when you even have friends, you know, but if you are all focused on you, you give up that responsibility, you give up that accountability, and that's just a hard place to be. Yeah, because you miss out on the fact, well, let's reemphasize the truth you just said. Yeah. Relationships are by nature inconvenient. They really are. And that's something we just discussed recently. We were talking about small groups and for our own time lives. People. Yeah. yeah, just this for us. That the reality is that a lot of us live our lives to have time to sit in front of a TV and binge watch. Right. And and like whether it be anime, Netflix, whatever, you think, oh, I didn't get to watch anime today. And, and you start thinking, is that really what life's all about? To mm -hmm. sit in front of a TV and be entertained? That's fine to do. But is that really the, the point of life? Mm. And and we discussed that relationship, spending time with other people, mm -hmm. it's inconvenient. Yeah. You're not always doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want to go out to eat with some friends, they may not want to go to the restaurant you want to go to. Exactly. And you say, we'll go to your restaurant. And exactly. then next time they may go to yours, but that can be an inconvenience. And I think that's something we have to really look at. Would you rather eat out alone mm -hmm. or would you rather eat out with other people? Mm -hmm. You know, and eating alone sometimes is great. 
you know, because you get to think clearly and all that. But if you do that all the time, that's like uh, about a year after your mom passed, I, I finally went to the movies and I went by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a big moment for me because she and I love going to the movies. And it was kind of fun. I get all the drink. I get all the popcorn. Yeah. It's all mine. But then after a while, you're like, I don't mind going to the movie by myself. And sometimes I do. I like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's other times I'd rather go with someone. Like when you and I go to see an anime together and then mm-hmm. we're talking about it afterwards, you just feel better mm-hmm. being with someone. Mm-hmm. Did I get to eat as much popcorn? No. Nope. But I probably don't need the popcorn, number one. <laughs> but number two, you just have a better time. Yeah. You have a better time spent together. And I think we have to look at that. Relationships, that they're – they're inconvenient. They're not always easy, yeah. but they're good for us. Yeah. I mean, th- this just came to me as you were saying that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, because we talk about introvert versus extrovert. Yeah. Oh, I'm an introvert. And we make that the thing like, I'm never going to talk to anybody because yeah. I'm an introvert. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm an introvert, so I'm not going to go to any social gatherings. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of the introvertedness we deal with yeah. is really just not wanting to deal with the inconvenience of relationships. Wow. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point. Because- I am, I call myself a selective extrovert. Like I've got certain people that I can spend as much time with as, you know, I could spend every day with these people. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. But, you know, other people, I'm a little bit more introverted, Mm -hmm. but that's because it takes effort. Like you're you're having to be like guiding the conversation, asking them questions, keeping them talking, making them feel comfortable. There's a certain level of of uncomfortability that comes with relationships that uh, you're building, you're in the process of building. But does that mean it's not worth it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it's just that when you spend time with other people, a lot of times you feel better about yourself. And narcissists, what they do is they expect everyone to be available to them, Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily want to be available to everyone else. They want it to be a one-way street. Yeah. When I call you, you come, you do whatever I ask. But mm-hmm. if you call me, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not how friendship works. Mm-hmm. Friendship is a give and take. Mm-hmm. And now someone shouldn't always take from you, but but there has to be both give and take. And I think that's where people in relationships today, it kind of messes them up because they go into a relationship expecting to just take. Yep. And And then when they have to give, they're like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I, this isn't about us. It's about mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And that's where a lot of narcissists end up just being alone. Um, they're with their favorite person. Yeah, yeah. They're just with them. themselves. And that's what we don't realize how much we're isolating ourselves when we think, oh, it's all about me. It was about my life. And then you'll get it where it's all about you, all about your life, and you're home alone. You can binge watch all you want. You can eat whatever's in your kitchen in a quiet house, lonely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where loneliness is really overtaking our society, not because people are just binge watching it on the internet all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's because there's that narcissism that's come in and it's made us really just isolate ourselves. Yeah. And it goes back to that. It's not my fault. Yeah. People, it's true. people are just too much of an inconvenience. Yeah. People are just too big of a problem. Yeah. People just don't understand me. Mm-hmm. People just, no one asked me. No yeah. one asked me to hang out. Yeah. No one asked me to go do this. Yeah. No, you know, 
the the group of guys watching the football game didn't invite me. Yeah. Now you may have avoided them and stayed ten feet away from them the entire time that you were in the same room. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk yeah. about the fact that they didn't come up to me and invite me. Well, and you see that. I mean, I worked with students for thirty years, and you see that student who sits by themselves mm-hmm. and they put off this aura of "Don't talk to me. I want to be alone." So other kids leave them alone. Yeah. Then they go home and tell their parents, no one talked to no me. No one talked to me. Yeah. No, no one talked to me. And they expect people to kind of jump over the wall they're built around themselves. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to do that. No. Sometimes we have to open the gate. Yeah. And say, hey, come on in. Yeah. And, and that's that narcissism of it's their fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's their fault. It is. Let's, let's go ahead and hit that third one. Okay. The third dirty lie of narcissism is that everything should go my way. My yeah. goodness. This one's probably the one that resonates with me the most. That's just, <laughs> that's solid. Uh, the truth is when everything is about you, you lose a broader, more accurate picture of what life is like. Yeah. Because everyone faces times where things don't go their way. Yeah. Every person that owns a home mm-hmm. has something break down. Yeah. Every person that has a car has something break down. Yeah. Everybody who has a body gets sick. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's just part of living. Yeah. But when you're in that narcissistic, everything's about me making me happy, everything should go my way. Anytime you run into any one of those things, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Because what happens is your world is built around yourself. Precisely. And when things aren't perfect, it brings destruction to your world. Mm. You know, for me, I think of, of small kids. You know, if you've ever seen a small kid throw what we call in the South a hissy fit. A hissy fit, yeah. You know, where they're just throwing a fit. We see it out in public. Screaming. Yeah, screaming. Why? You know, mom wouldn't buy me a piece of candy at Walmart. So they throw themselves on the ground it, and throw I'm going to die. And it's, it's funny because we see that and we're like, oh, that's terrible. But... <laughs> How many of us as adults yeah. do the same thing? Mm-hmm. We, oh, life isn't going my way. It's terrible. So we stop by the store. We buy a half gallon of Bluebell and eat the whole thing at home. And then That's we just our complain to yeah. everyone. Yeah. We call we random people just yep. to vent. And <laughs> we're just we like, get on social media. Yeah, yeah, everybody, blah, blah, blah. And, and what happens is we end up hurting ourselves mm-hmm. by thinking that everything should go our way. Mm-hmm. Um, like your sister, when she was young, she went through a stage where she was throwing fits. And a lot of times we would just ignore her mm-hmm. because she wanted to be the center of attention. And you do the opposite because mm-hmm. we want her to grow up healthy. Yeah. And so one time she was throwing a fit, throwing a fit, and it was in our bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she was right by the bathroom counter and ended up hitting the counter with her teeth. And it went through the bottom part of her lip. I remember that. In fact, I think she still has a scar today. And um, <laughs> But it, it's what happens because the thing is, a lot of times we make decisions based on those moments when things aren't going our way, mm, and it ends so up true. hurting us. It ends up causing pain, scars. We, you know, people that's say, strong. well, that's not who I am. I just made that one mistake. I only, you know, I was out of town. I was lonely, and this other woman was there. I didn't mean to. But, you know, things just weren't going my way, so we ended up sleeping together. Yeah. My wife should understand. Well, that's a hard thing for her to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, but what happens is a lot of times when we're narcissistic, we think, well, I can have the best of both worlds. Mm. I can have a good marriage and I can sleep around. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Something will be destroyed. Yeah, and you can't fall apart every time something doesn't go yeah. that way. 
That, yeah. that mentality comes from a narcissism that says everything has to go my way. And, yeah. and like you said earlier, that's a toddler thing. It is. That's what toddlers do. It is. Like Emily, my wife babysits and kids will literally try to make themselves throw up when yeah. they get angry. Yeah. They'll, they'll whine to the point to where they'll start gagging. And yeah, she's just like, true. stop. It's stop true. it. Like yeah. she'll yeah. she'll stop them because yeah. they will work themselves up to the point to where they're vomiting now. Yeah. Because like the dumbest reason. Yeah. Like let's say their favorite shirt is in the laundry and yeah. they're just like, you know, yeah. like just yeah. just they think yeah. it's going to be over. <laughs> and that's ridiculous. It is. And and we see that today we have a generation of people who as they grew up, they were the center of life. That's a good point. You know, parents and I don't think they they meant it in a bad way. But they kind of create this culture where everything's about their children. They went from care to coddling. Yep. Coddling and, is not and good. And so those children become adults, and they've never had anything not go their way mm-hmm. because mom and dad fixed everything. If I whine, they fix it. Yeah, yeah. That and they think as work. an adult, it doesn't work. You go no. to work, they're not going to fix everything. Mm-mm. No, and, and life can't fix everything for you. No. There's no, going to be can't. times where you have to suck it up yeah. or work. Yeah. And so – it can result in a warped perspective it to does. where as a narcissist, you're very aware of what everyone else should be doing for you, mm-hmm. but you can't see what you should be doing. Yeah. Narcissists are like that. They're the ones who give advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me tell you what you need to do. It's the mm-hmm. person who's never had kids telling you how to parent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the person who never works out telling you about how to get in shape. Yep. You're just like, okay, there's something wrong here, yeah. but it's how a lot of us live because we think, well... It's all about me. Yeah. So for you guys listening to the show, we want you to be able to find the narcissist tendencies in yourself because mm-hmm. we've all got them. We do. It's not a question of if you deal with narcissism. Yeah. It's how much do you deal with it and in what areas yeah. more so. Yeah. You know, some of this stuff in here did not resonate with me. I'm like, oh, that's weird that people are like that. Yeah. And other parts, I'm like, <clears throat> well, yeah. Yeah. Got some personal growth stuff I yeah. need to work on. It's like a punch in the gut. Yeah. So you're not alone if you're in that position as well. But if you're kind of trying to discover what those tendencies are, mm-hmm. we have in classic thriving man fashion. That's right. Three questions. There you go. Three. What three is it about questions. three? We always do three. There's just something nice about it. Yeah. But three questions for you to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, how often do you think, act, and live in service to others? How often do you think, act, and live in service to others? Yeah, and that's people, you know, your family, that's your friends, that's at work. You know, uh, I think in each of those areas, people that, well, I'll come home, I want to unwind. Well, what are you doing to really help and serve your wife, your children, uh, your your extended family? What are you doing to help them in their world? Mm -hmm. Two, how do you treat people who can do nothing for you? Yeah, and I've heard people say that, that, that uh, I've heard women say that a green or red flag is how their date treats the waiter or waitress. Hmm. That's Be- a good point. Because they're like, if they treat that person bad, then that's a sign that they're, they've got some issues. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good sign. Yeah, because in that case, you're beginning to see what are you willing to do selflessly? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to do outside of yourself, not just in your thoughts and actions, but when you're literally never going to get a benefit from it? Yeah. And Jesus talks about that. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's rather smart. Yeah, he's rather smart. <laughs> um, third, how do you respond 
when things don't go your way. Yeah. This one hurts a little bit for me. Um, yeah. Just because I know for myself, if something goes wrong long enough or mm-hmm. if enough things go wrong, yeah. I, I can easily fall into like the, oh, yeah. Lord, why? You know, like I'm about to <laughs> write one me? of those. Yeah. One of those Psalms that's yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh, my tears are my food day and night, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but how do you respond? Uh, mm-hmm. As a listener, like, how do you respond when things don't go your way? Yeah, because our society today almost gives you a when things don't go your way, you should reward yourself with something else. Mm-hmm. And I think the consumer side of our society kind of feeds that. Well, it's oh, great you, for businesses. Yeah, yeah. You had a bad day, come buy something. Yeah, buy buy yourself a Gucci bag because yeah. somebody d- looked at you wrong. Yep. That's great for my that'll, business. Yeah, get a new car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get something that'll make yourself, you know, what what was the show? Treat Yourself mm-hmm. on um, uh, Parks and Rec. Yep, Parks yep. and Rec. And and so, and I think we have to be careful. Now, sometimes we do want to take care of ourselves and do things and be healthy. Yeah. But if that's your always your response. When things go bad, if you're always, well, things are going bad, I'm just going to ignore it by doing something else. Because life's about making me happy. Because life's about making me happy. That's a dangerous place to be. And that's where people's debt increases and all those things. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So for you, as you go throughout this week, ask yourself those three questions. Think about those three lies and yeah. see which one of those is probably the most uh, applicable to your own life. Yeah. Because once again, we all deal with it. Mm-hmm. We all have these issues. Um, but that doesn't mean they should stay there. Yeah. That doesn't mean just because the culture accepts it and encourages it, mm-hmm. that it's the best thing for it. Yeah. And if you want to live a thriving life, this is something that you can't tolerate to mm-hmm. stay because yeah. it'll, it'll hold you back and hurt the people around you. It will. Now, this podcast and all of our resources at thrivingman.com are about helping you live a life that you can be proud of. It's to empower you so you can experience physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual success. Uh, We've got free PDFs. We've got digital courses on the site. So if you want to go more into depth with these things, check those out. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.